My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine mini episode. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. How many birthday parties do you have to go to this week, Carolyn? This week? Weekend. These two days. Uh, four. Four birthday parties we in two days. missed one. You missed one. Four birthday parties in two days. Yeah. I don't believe that all these kids were born in the summer. <laughs> I think... They're all winter babies masquerading as summer babies because they yeah. want pool parties. Because every one of these is a swimming pool involved. Yeah. Well, we've had two other parties before this. They were also pool parties. They were also birthday parties just this month. So we had six birthday pool parties in a month. Seven birthday parties. One of them was a skating party. Come on. Yeah. Like, all these kids weren't born in the summer. These parents should have to post their child's birth certificate <laughs> at the entrance to these birthday parties because I don't buy it. It can't be real. Oh, well, yeah. We, I mean, one-third of our children were born in the summer. That means 66% of them were not. It seems as if every single child we know has a summer birthday except our children. I have a summer birthday. Yes, you do. You have, have a summer birthday. a little party, too. We can have a swimming party for you. Would you uh, like? I it? don't. I don't want to swim. You, you. I said I had myself a little party. And too. you know what? You get a party every year provided by the government, basically. Yeah, yeah. the whole United States celebrates my birthday. You're yeah, welcome. so I don't even want to hear anything about your lack. Of I party. didn't. I said, and I had my party too. God bless. That's what I said. It was a fun party. Yeah. Lots of people. Lots of fireworks. Yeah. Little alcohol. It's little. So did you do your homework this week? Okay, well, you can go first. Okay, it's not sexual. It's not funny. I just figured it would have a good conversation. Um, it was also on Reddit. It was, uh, this lady said, I've been keeping bees as a hobby for six years now. I have four hives in my suburban backyard along with a large garden. My hives are all properly registered and all legal to keep in my town as of right now. The problem is that my new neighbors have asked me to get rid of my bees. They purchased the house and moved in over the winter and hadn't noticed my bees until this spring. Apparently, their son is highly allergic to bee stings. He has been hospitalized more than once and has to carry an EpiPen. They asked nicely, but seemed a little upset when I said, I don't think I could do that. They pushed the issue with me further, but I saw a rant on next, a rant on next door, I don't know what that means, that I am sure was written by them. Sometime after that, some of the bee-hating next-door people went to our home went to our town board and tried to get beekeeping outlawed in our town luckily it didn't pass and they had mentioned in the minutes that current beekeepers would have to be grandfathered in if it did because of that i am even more wary of giving it up in case they do bring this legislation up again and i have active hives i can keep them so my neighbors and i aren't really on speaking terms right now am i the asshole for wanting to keep doing my hobby okay first off next door is like an app 
where communities like you'll have the Shamokin next door or okay like, I got you or the fifth ward oh no I understand door. now yeah. yeah okay so of course this lady should not lose her bees she's not the asshole bees are very important to the ecosystem much more important than this new child that these fucking outsiders brought into it right you're not gonna get rid of all bees no and right. fuck that kid <laughs> it's not this lady's fault that they move there. That's the problem. Like, that's the problem with gentrification. Like, all these white people move into the inner city, these mm -hmm. fucking hipsters. Mm -hmm. They want to change everything. You don't fucking move someplace and change it to your liking. If you wanted things to be the way you're used to, you should just stay where the fuck you are. You shouldn't ask everyone else to change for you. Mm -hmm. So fuck that kid. He can get the my girl treatment. Rich. What? He doesn't need to die. Most honeybees like that who have their hives, you know, there and are used to people coming in and taking the honey. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're not usually very aggressive bees anyway. Right. Most of those bees aren't going to bother you unless you bother them anyway. So, unless the kid is going out of his yard into their yard and trespassing and fucking with the bees, he's going to be fine anyways. He's not going to be any more in danger than he would be if he went to a park. Yeah, I'm not sure what the the proximity situation is of these two neighbors. But if this lady has six hive, I'm, I'm sure she's not, like, living in downtown, wherever the fuck they live. Yeah, I'm sure there they're has not to in be, row homes. Yeah, there has to be some sort of distance between the houses. Or the other neighbors would have been like, yo, fuck these bees, man. Get mm -hmm. rid of these bees. Well, like, our dentist has those beehives, like, right by his office. Yeah, and his I, office is in the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying we go to his office all oh, the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, and I, the bees are never a problem. I've never seen a bee. Well, if you watch those beekeepers on YouTube, they, like, go up to the bees in flip-flops and shit, and they only get stung a couple times. Mm -hmm. And they're, like— and they're the, handling them. And they're, like, fucking tickling the queen. Yeah, they're, like, scooping them up and moving them and stuff. Yeah, so I hate all these laws. They did this in our town a while back. You're not allowed to have, like, pigs or chickens or anything in our town. Mm -hmm. And it's just because fucking people can't mind their own goddamn business. And they should fuck off, usually. They should usually fuck off to hell. Now, if my kid had a life-threatening allergy, I would be scared shitless all the time. But I still wouldn't demand that the neighbors not have peanuts. Or, you know, whatever they were happened to be allergic to. Like and maybe I if your kid has... A major allergy like of something like that and you know people keep bees it's not it's trendy and popular and if your kid is that allergic to bees maybe you should talk to your fucking neighbors before you buy a house yeah though i feel sorry for them i mean yeah they it does know suck for that them. they were there and you know as well as i do how hard it is to move once you've bought a house like rent yeah sure fuck this i'm leaving but when you when you own a house like you can't just move right but at the same time, they're the villains. They went on a fucking app to fire up a mob against these people and then yeah. went to City Hall against them. Fuck those people. It sucks that the kid's allergic to bees and I don't want him to die. I don't want him to get the My Girl treatment. <laughs> the don't say it if you don't mean it. But fuck, fuck those people because she was there first. She's doing something important. Yes, that is very important. And they went after her with a mob basically that's the only reason you post shit like that on facebook is to get other people to attack mm -hmm. the one person so they ganged up on this lady who was doing 
absolutely nothing wrong. So fuck those people. It sucks that their kids are allergic to bees. A lot of fucking people are allergic to bees, though. I'm allergic to bees. I'm not. I ain't allergic to shit, because... Got them A-plus genetics. Okay. So I had an extremely hard time coming up with homework. Like... Yeah, last minute, you didn't even do it till today. Yeah, like an hour ago. I've just been... Well, you haven't been as busy as me, so don't even say that because you been... didn't go to any of those fucking parties that we went to or any of those dances that I've been having to do. I had two practices and two performances in a week. Right. I've just been kind of blue, so nothing has been funny to me. Da -ba -dee -da -ba -da. But I did find something today. It's from The Sun, which is barely a newspaper. It's one of those. Okay. It's in the UK. See, like the UK newspapers, they play a little fast and loose with facts and shit. Mm -hmm. Like they're almost all tabloids to an extent. Okay. It's pretty weird. So then why are you doing this? Because it's fucking Cause awesome. It's funny. They don't make shit up. They're not like Weekly World News or like Batboy. Mm -hmm. They're just, they report on weird shit all the time. Okay, here we go. Rat attack. Mum. I love that too. Mum. Mum attacked by plague of more than 100 rats who chewed her arms and legs in park ambush. That is a fucking awesome headline. In the park? So, yes. A mum has claimed she was attacked by more than 100 rats that chewed her arm and legs during a nighttime stroll through West London Park. Susan Treftub, 43, said a sea of rats moving through the grass attacked her while she was walking through Blondin Park in Northfields at 9 p.m. on Monday. I have never seen that many animals, let alone rats. It was disgusting, the mum of one said. They say mum so much in this, and I fucking love it every time. <laughs> I can't be sure, but I thought there were easily over 100. I felt like I was going to be sick. Do you think there was 100 rats? I don't know. Not a fucking chance was there 100 rats. There was probably 10 rats. Okay. If I saw 10 rats, I'd be like, oh my God, it's 100 rats, and they're touching me. <laughs> At least 100 rat toes. They were crawling on my legs, and I had to kick them off. It was just getting dark, so it was hard to see where they were coming from. I think it is a disgrace. They were nibbling on my feet and trying to run up on my body. It needs to be sorted out. The 43-year-old was left riddled with bites and marks and bruises to her legs and arms, but didn't sustain any significant injuries. The London mum says she has regularly ventured into the park without ever seeing a rat until that fateful evening on July 19th. So this article kind of sets up like this was a marauding gang of rats <laughs> that sabotaged her the shadows waiting for yeah. her <laughs> they were waiting for this light they were going to steal her purse they were fucking organized yes <laughs> this was this was the blood the bloods of rats yeah coming after this woman walking this mom of one walking through the park mm -hmm. there is no fucking way there was a hundred rats do you know how many rats a hundred rats is that is so many fucking rats <laughs> Even if it was 10 rats, how, like, how could she not, like, just run? Yeah. You're getting, staying there, just getting bitten by rats? Yeah. It, I, I just can't. And her arms, how'd she? They, they, she I, they apparently climbed up her. Did you ever see World War Z, that zombie movie, where they attack the wall in Jerusalem and the zombies all stand on top of each other to get up the wall? That's probably I, what these fucking rats did. It's really hard not to watch zombie movies. That's probably what these rats did. They stood on top of each other. like yeah, those, Well, they were very organized. Those people in Italy that stand on top of each other to make the tallest human tower. That's mm -hmm. what these rats did. There's, there's no chance there was 100 fucking rats. 
Think of how much a hundred of something is. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a fucking ton of rats. I would fucking die if a hundred <laughs> rats attacked me. I would have a fucking stroke. So you would just be eaten. Apparently, yes. Completely. I would be eaten by... We would never see you again because the rats will have eaten This horde of rats running through London. So she's never seen one rat and then she gets attacked by a hundred one day. Mm -hmm. I bet it was four rats. <laughs> you went from <laughs> ten to four. Think of how big a rat is. A hundred rats is so fucking many. Especially here. You should see the rats in our town. They're fucking look, huge. They look like cats. Yeah, they're monsters. Imagine getting attacked by a hundred cats. <laughs> so like, yeah, if I saw a hundred rats, I would just fucking die. It wouldn't matter what they did to me because I'd already be dead before they got to me. Run. I don't know if I could. I'd be paralyzed by fear like this woman apparently was. I think I would have a hard time running because I, I have this like weird, like illogical fear of stepping on a mouse. Not, okay. not just a rat, okay? Rats are even worse. But, like, when I see a mouse, like, say Stormy has now brought us a gift and it's not dead, my first instinct is to jump on something high. She brought us a gift two nights ago that wasn't dead. Was it a bird or a mouse? It was a mouse. Fun. Yeah. And she took it right to our daughter's room, like she always Every does. Every single time. Listen, our daughter... Has a feeding tube. She does not eat food. But this cat seems to notice because she always takes the dead animals or even alive animals straight to her room. Like she thinks we don't feed her. So therefore she has to. She's being a provider. I don't, I don't understand it. So many rooms in this house. So many rooms she could go to that she could be alone to play with it. She always takes it to her room. It has to mean something. She's like, y'all don't yeah, feed her. Y'all yeah. don't feed her. Because she takes it right to her room every single time. And that's not where she spends most of her time. No. She spends most of her time in our room. Yeah, on our bed. On our bed. So logically, you would think she would bring the mice to our bed. Because she's an indoor-outdoor cat. So she gets the mice from outside and brings them into our house. Which is a real shitty shitty job on her part. Because she's supposed to be keeping the mice out of our house. <laughs> yeah, and she kind is of the point. transporting them into our house. She does it with birds, too. And I'm so scared she's going to let a bird go that's not dead. How am I going to get a bird out of our house? I don't think I've ever seen her with a live bird. No, they're usually She usually kills dead. them. Yeah. yeah. Mice, she never kills. She's like she fucking them. throws them around the house. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. So, if the rats attacked me and they didn't have tails, I would be way less scared. Why am I so much more scared of the rat's tail than the rat? Know. I'm scared I'm going to step on them. They're so fucking disgusting. Their tails, oh, they're like, what are they? What are they made out of? Like rope. Oh, they make me want to throw up. <laughs> they're so like gross. leather that's alive, and it has yeah. rabies. Uh. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate rats. I hate rodents. But like if a mouse lands on me, I don't give a shit. I'll like flick it off. No. If a rat lands on me, maybe because it's so much more substantial. And it's tail. I'm scared Ugh. of mice too. And then when, like, me and the mice, we see each other. We both start squealing a high pitched squeal, jumping around trying to get away from each other. I think what kills me about the rat tail is it's like a snake attached to a rat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't see him as one and the same. I see it as a rat with a snake hanging off its ass. <laughs> and I don't like snakes that much either. The tail can't bite you like a snake can. Well, with the way I react to a fucking snake tail, you would think it could bite me and eat me and swallow me like a fucking anaconda. 
Yeah, if she ever brought a snake in this house, we'd have to burn it down. I'm sorry. If she brought a rat in this house, I'd be pretty upset with her. Ugh. I wouldn't kill her because I love her a lot, but I'd yell at her <laughs> sternly. The rat's around here as big as she is. Yeah, the rat will bring her in the house. Like, you've lost this. <laughs> Keep it in here. I think this is yours. All right. <clears throat> recommendation time. Do you have a recommendation? No, I do shit this week. Go to birthday parties as much as possible. No. Is I your recommendation. not. My recommendation this week is a documentary. It's called Class Action Park, and it's on HBO Max. It's about an old water park in New Jersey that had this reputation of being extremely dangerous, which which ended up being like kind of part of the allure of going to this park for like teenage bastards. To risk your life? Yeah, because you're like, yeah, look how fucking tough I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's in Jersey, so they're all assholes. So they would all like be assholes to each other too while they were there, which is like, that's like their fucking pastime mm-hmm. is to call each other like cocksucker and pussy yeah. and stuff. So this was perfect for them. They had this fucking water slide, right? Now, I started telling you about this earlier, but then I stopped because I wanted to tell you about this water slide. It went... So it was an enclosed water slide, okay? Mm-hmm, in a like tube. A full tube, and you go down it just on your back, right? Mm-hmm. It would go from the top of the hill almost to the end of the water slide, and it's like straight down because it had to be, and then it did a full fucking loop. Oh, wow. And then went into the water. And they said <laughs> the first time they did it, People were, they sent dummies down and they were coming out with their arms ripped off and oh, shit. God. <laughs> and then they said people were coming down and they had their teeth knocked out. Like they were giving employees a hundred bucks each to try it and they would have their teeth knocked out. Oh my and God. Like, what the fuck is going on? Cause they put padding up, up on the very top because people would go around and just smash off it. Yeah. And they opened it up and people's fucking teeth were embedded in the padding. Oh my God. So then they opened it, of course. And that's exactly what you got with this park. They opened it. The ride, yeah, to the public. Like you were After allowed to people's use... teeth are getting knocked yeah, out. Yeah, you were allowed they're... to use that bitch. Oh my god. And the whole the whole park is like just a horror show of rides. People getting killed, people getting injured. That's horrible. Yeah, and this How long did they stay open? Like ten years. Oh my god. Like a real long time. Like people would sue him and he would lose and he wouldn't pay him. So then the, like the US Marshal, I don't want to give away the whole documentary, but like the US Marshals would come. Wow. To the fucking place. And it they came so many times that they know the marshals knew whose office to go to when they got there. Wow. Yeah. It's just this. Fu- Maybe we should watch it together. It's <laughs> so fucking crazy that, that this crazy. place was open. Um, It was before my time. I think it closed in 1990. But even in Pennsylvania, I heard about this place when I was a kid. Like I heard about that loop-de-loop thing. And we didn't know it was closed because... Back in, like, the 80s and 90s, you would hear, like, rumors of shit, and you would never know if the place still existed. Right, yeah, there was, was re- no internet. You could yeah. just look it up. We would he- I would hear about, I don't even know if we knew it was called Action Park, but I would hear about this fucking water park, and possibly some of it was from my dad, who was from Philly, who would be more prone to know about that. I'm sure they were exaggerated, but I remember some of the stuff that they talked about in here, like people fucking dying in the wave pool. Mm-hmm. That loop-de-loop fucking water slide. Mm-hmm. I think I drew something like that, the loop-de-loop water slide, in kindergarten or first grade or second grade. Because you heard about it. Yeah. Like, I sort of remember drawing something like that. So, it's this, it's kind of, it's a. It's obviously really in-depth about the park, but it's also like a documentary just about how 
crazy the 70s and 80s were. Mm -hmm. And I'm obsessed with the cocaine culture of the 80s. And I don't want to give anything else away about the movie. It's fucking awesome. The only problem with it is they're all Gen Xers that suck their own dicks because their parents never watched them. Mm -hmm. They're like, we were allowed to go outside. We didn't have cell phones. There's a lot of that bullshit in there. And nobody gives a fuck. Your parents didn't give a fuck about you. We don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) No one has ever given a fuck about you. No one fucking cares. That's the only... The only annoying part about this fucking pod or this documentary was that nobody gives a shit that your parents didn't watch you. You're not fucking tougher than anybody. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Okay. My parents didn't watch me either. No one gives a shit. No one cares. All right. Next week's movie. Okay. I said as soon as this movie was available on a podcast before, I don't remember which episode it was, but I said as soon as this movie was available anywhere, we would be watching it. And I lied because we watched um, that other movie from last week, Near Dark. We watched that first. But Have you seen this before? Oh, yeah. I fucking... Oh, I love this fucking movie. Oh, God. It's on Shudder, finally. Shudder, the goddamn MVPs of this podcast. Love them. They deserve all your money and ad- adoration. We're watching Creep Show. soon jolting tales of horror creep show from the author of Carrie the Shining and Cujo and the creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead you'll scream at ghastly ghouls Cringe at weird kids and shiver at the doings of evil doctors. This is going to be extremely painful, Mr. Verrill. Creep show will grab you, grow on you, and give you the creeps. Oh, this is going to be an entirely new experience. Creep Show, the most fun you'll ever have being scared. What do you think? Why are there so many, like, different villains? Because bad guys or because it's an anthology what's that it's books of blood was an anthology it told three different stories and kind of weaved them together this is sort of like that do you remember tales from the crypt yeah but that was a show right and they would have two episodes or two stories per show mm-hmm. this is like a movie in that vein except there's a storyline in between them all that ties them together so it's like three little stories that make one big story? It's a narrator going through these stories while another story plays out. Oh, that sounds so dumb. This. That's not a movie. Is a movie. And I think it's four stories. Carolyn. 
I swear to you, you will like at least some of this. <laughs> I promise. I'll like it when it's over. Carolyn, this this masterpiece brings together Stephen King, who is in it too. He's always in it. Looking like a yeah, but he's in it more than he's in his other movies. Like in his other movies, he just kind of walks past. He's in this fucking movie, looking out, looking like a fucking coke fueled maniac. Okay. And George Romero. Who's that? Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the uh, Dead. I don't like any of those oh, fucking zombie movies, this babe. Isn't, this isn't a zombie movie, though. But you're trying to say. It's going to be good because cause this guy, but I don't like any of his movies, so that doesn't, it's not enticing to me. But those movies are all objectively good. They're important movies, all of them. Important? Important. I think Night of the Living Dead is archived by the Library of Congress for its importance to cinema. Fucking what? Yeah. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. And this legend, this hero, who made all those movies in Pennsylvania, mind you, these are all products of Pennsylvania, baby, will not be slandered on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) A, it's our podcast. B, I do what I want. Okay, well, most of you guys that listen to this have probably seen Creepshow. It's, It's been out, I think... I don't remember what year. 87 to 90. It's one of those years, if I had to guess. And it's been on TV. It's fucking just been everywhere. But now it's available for free on Shudder. And if you go on Shudder, this isn't no, a commercial. It's, Shudder's not free. No, but you can get a free seven-day trial to Shudder if you go to their website. Okay. So you can watch this movie for free if you want to. They've probably already done that. Yeah, hopefully for Near Dark. You should really pay for Shutter though, because it's excellent. So, I think that'll about do it for this week. Do you have anything else to add? I don't want to watch this movie. Carolyn, you don't want to watch any of the movies. That's why it's fun. How many more until my movie? This is going to be episode... Let me think. 33. So, you watch Creep Show. One more than yours. Okay. You got this. That'll do. This is easier than going to 75 birthday parties in three days. At least my friends are there. I have no friends for this. What about me? You suck. Wow. Because you like all these shitty ass movies. And you make me watch them and you don't let me play on my phone or do anything fun. It's like two hours. The fun. This is the fun. The movie's not fun. This is the fun. This part? This is the fun. Okay, well, we can just do this and not have to watch the movie then. No, people don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. Do you have your next movie picked out, though? No, I have a list. It depends on how bad I hate all of your movies as to what how much I make you suffer. Well, how bad have you hated them so far? You've kind of, they've just been both middle of the Boring road for you. Blah. So, you'll probably take it easy on me, depending <sighs> on what my last movie is. Maybe I'll pick Cannibal Holocaust. Well, that sounds great. I would never pick that for you. I do use discretion in picking some of these movies. There are things. There are movies that I know I would like to do on this podcast, but I know you would have such an extreme reaction towards that it wouldn't make a good podcast and it would fuck with you too much. 
You can um, give me a break and have yourself a little guest co-host. Maybe. <clears throat> Sorry. It's fine. Ready to pack it in? Yeah. All right. Till next week. See ya. Bye.